0: Hi guys, this is Joe from the Pyro Records Podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. I hope that you're all safe. I hope that you are feeling great. Hope that your health is in order. Hope that your family's in check and I hope that you're all doing well during this time of crisis where this virus that we have has taken hold of everything in our lives across the whole world. And uh, it's gonna be here a while, guys. So, you know, uh, keep your chin up. Keep uh, focusing on selling vinyl records because there's a lot more people listening to them, I'm telling you right now. You know, uh, there's a lot more people buying vinyl records right now because of the time that they're indoors, everybody's indoors, and listening to a lot more music, reading a lot more books, doing a lot more things online, and that's where you come in If you're in the business of selling vinyl records, now is a good time for you. Because there's more and more people that are buying. My sales have gone up like 70% over last year on eBay alone. There's a lot more people buying my vinyl records. So some people have asked me, Joe, you uh, talk about vinyl record shows. Yes, I do talk about vinyl record shows. I promote a lot of vinyl record shows. There's a lot of shows here, probably one every weekend in Ontario. Um, and um, the Vibrations record show has been popular for a few years now but you know what they're shut down too (laughs) so you know people ask me Joe you talk about you know the Vibrations record show now what do I do to get my records well that's an excellent question guys there really there isn't any place like any brick and mortar store or record stores where you can build up your inventory right now because of the virus going on, everything is shut down. So you gotta go what we call plan B. Okay, there's two options here I need to tell you about. If you have a business where you're selling on Amazon and you're selling on eBay and you're selling on Discogs and all those sites like I do, you're running out of inventory because there is no there's no shows going on and there's no brick and mortar stores so plan b you got to go to plan b and what is plan b well plan b is order offline like everybody else but buy in bulk so you may want to go to somebody on discogs that sells thousands of records say listen dude i have a business and i'm looking to buy 10 15 records cut me a deal with um with um, combined shipping in other words combined shipping is when they put all these records together in one package and they give you a discount with mailing because you know doing buying one record at a time is asinine these days with the with the post office prices are insane so what you do is you buy in bulk or what we say is combined shipping that way uh what happens here is you will order from that one supplier Uh, every couple of weeks and not only do you ask for a combined shipping discount, you also ask them for a combined discount, a a quantity slash discount, right? So I'm going to buy 15 records off you. Can you cut me 20% off the price and make it like a wholesale price for me? That way I won't lose that much money because we can't venture out and buy records right now. So that would be your plan B. Now there's plan B and a half too. And you know, this is a little bit more of a difficult plan to follow up through is that you don't got that, you got that order and you don't got the record because your inventory is depleted, get somebody else and buy it off somebody else to ship it for you. This can become pretty complicated and what it's what we call drop shipping. There's a lot of people out there that drop ship. There's no, there's no doubt about it. It gets complicated with vinyl records because of the people are picky with conditions, and if you don't have a reliable supplier to drop ship those records for you, uh, it could be a problem, right? So you got to be sure that this. Maybe it might be the supplier that you're buying the bulk shipments from that um, you are. You know, you rely on them. They have good quality. You use them to drop ship that item for you, until, you know, I I wouldn't, you know, for myself, I'm like 50-50, half of my uh, volume, or half of my orders, I have it in stock. The other half, I have a supplier that drop ships them for me. But it took a lot of time, guys, to get to that point, because, uh, you know, you gotta look at somebody's feedback, that'll tell you a story. You know, if they're, they've got two or three feedbacks, you know, you're not, you're not gonna cut a deal with them. You got somebody's that got thousands of feedbacks and it's positive, then you might want focus on somebody like that to help sell your records. So don't have everything drop ship, have maybe split it 50-50 if you can. Have some of your items that you are shipping and have somebody else's items that you drop ship, but don't do total drop shipping because it's 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 just not viable. I don't think it's, you know, you can continue on with Final Records. Final Records is a, its own animal and, you know, you don't really have a lot of success with that. But during these times where, you know, it saves you from going to the post office, you know, going out in public, if you can manage to do it this way for a couple of months with number one, Getting buying in bulk shipping, bulk um, quantities, and having somebody else drop ship it for you, then do it because you know you have to worry about your own health as well, too. Especially if you're up there in the years, you're up in a higher bracket that possibly catching the virus, and you don't want to do that. If you have, if you want guys more information on this, click that, finally saying it, click that email button on my Facebook page. I have a Facebook page called Power Records One on Facebook like out of the other millions of people that are on Facebook right now. Do you see that really what everybody's posting on Facebook these days? Sometimes it's a little bit refreshing. People are at home listening to music and they post you know, what their favorite record is. And then they say, and I would like to pass it on to Joe now. Joe's gonna talk about his, what the hell? How did I get into this? They're, they're passing. They're, it's it's like a a chain, or uh, you know, of of the best selling records. Somebody picks their best selling record, then they say, "Hey Joe, what's your?" And you put a picture on it. I haven't got time to do that, but I've got chosen a few times from from other people that hey, pick your best record, and I just got time. I haven't got time to do that. A lot of people are posting that on Facebook, but again, we have a Facebook page at Power Records One. Have a look at that, and I've got on there the latest news such as uh, Little Richard passed away but that was too bad you know a lot of people don't know the story with Little Richard and I I think there's probably been a few biographies about him but all this yelling and screaming that you hear from the Beatles you know when they were doing their screams and yells in in, um, in their songs like Oh Darling it's all from Little Richard man he's the guy that started it all a lot of people don't know that and they think the beatles were the ones that did it but they didn't invent it it was little richard who really got that stolen from him not only from the beatles but from a whole bunch of other bands and wasn't really recognized for the you know for the person that influenced all this rock and roll yelling screaming that makes rock and roll what it is today it was sad to see little richard gone but um I'm sure he's up there in Music Heaven with the other rock and roll stars. So I've got that up on my Facebook page as well too, that news up there, and all my listings that I have on eBay. When I list a product on eBay, I want everybody to know that album is for sale. So I put it up on my Facebook page. All you gotta do is click the link and it goes right to the link on uh, uh, eBay to buy it, if you're interested in buying it. But i put on a lot of rare records in there in the last couple of weeks, so have a look at that. I've got the email button if you need to if you need hey, listen guys if you need any help at all with anything to do with record selling just fire me an email on my email uh, link if you want to be on the show and talk about vinyl records I'd love to have you just send me the email and say Joe I want to be on the show and I want to talk about vinyl records or maybe you want to talk about your business or your brick-and-mortar stores and I'm sure if you have a brick-and-mortar store it's closed but if you have an online store, if you want me to promote it, or maybe you want to promote it on the show, I'd be more than happy for you to do so as well too. And this this platform that I use is Anchor, Anchor Podcasting, where I can, I'm allowed to have as many guests as I want on the show. So guys, I, I do also have an ebook for sale, and it's posted on my links as well too. And the book is called The New Antique, and it talks a little bit about if you're starting a record business, you know what do you do? How do you get it going? Right? You know, it was it took me a few years and all my experiences that I have and I'm still I'm still having experiences, new experiences because you know, it's record record selling business is its own animal, man. It's different than selling other products, right? You know, people are are picky about what music they listen to condition of the record and they look at a record as you know a piece of history right it's different than selling a pair of shoes to somebody music has its own value in vinyl records and a lot of people you know expect high high quality when they buy a vinyl record and it's different to deal with but in this book i look i talk about that and the book is called the new antique and it's available on kindle only Kindle. I don't have it in paper form or hardcover form or paperback yet. I have it on Amazon Kindle. So if you're going to Amazon Kindle, you type in the new antique and it's available there for sale if you are interested. So guys, that's my show for today. And again, I want you to be safe. I want you to keep collecting those viral records on whatever it means you can collect them. I want you to take care of yourself and take care of your family. Over and out, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Hi, guys. This is Joe from the Power Records podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. I hope that you're all doing well. I hope that you're all healthy and safe. And I hope that you are staying inside like you should be unless you are of course in an essential business like me right um you know we can call vinyl records an essential business i'm going to look into that but however i hope that you're staying home all kidding aside i hope that you're staying home and taking it easy and listening to vinyl records and selling vinyl records this podcast is for people like you and I that are in the business of selling vinyl records. And on this show, what I do is I give you advice on how to sell vinyl records. And the Power Records Podcast is brought to you by Anchor Podcasting. If you use Anchor Podcasting, uh, it is free, and uh, you can bring people on your show through Anchor, Anchor Podcasting and uh, they give you a lot of nice little tools like music, background music, and little nifty things you can do with, uh, with audiences and uh, you should look into that if you are just getting into podcasting. So guys, if you need any help with selling vinyl records, shoot me an email. I'm on Facebook at Power Records One. Just click the email button. Uh, I want to talk about today about customers. Don't we love our customers? Customers are the most important thing to you and I. Remember, when you pack that record into that LP mailer, right, you should always ship with an LP mailer. If you don't know what it is, email me and I'll explain it further. But, and mailer is, helps keep your record secure. So, because the next person that's gonna lay eyes on your package is your customer and you want it to be neat and clean. You don't want it to arrive in scruffy condition because they will not come back. I guarantee you there's a survey done about products that people reject because they get defects in the mail and it takes 70 times before a person looks at an advertisement from the same company before they would attempt to order from you again. And that means they'll never come back. So make sure that when you package your product, you package it securely in an LP mailer and you have it clean and you have it secure because the next person that lays eyes on that delivery is gonna be your customer. So I wanna talk about customers today and what keeps customers from coming back. I have repeat customers, many of them, mostly on Amazon From whatever reason, I guess, you know, I kind of think that Amazon is a big, big outlet to sell on, but I can only sell on Amazon Canada, which is really stupid. Sorry, pardon my expression there, but amazon.com does not allow me to sell my music for whatever reason, it's it's so dumb. But I'm qualified to sell on amazon.ca, but not amazon.com you ask why I don't know I have to apply for a special a special request to be granted to sell on amazon.com and I tried them and they rejected me so I can only sell on amazon.com and our amazon.ca which is a big audience it's all Canada don't get me wrong I get orders in every day but I wish I could sell on amazon.com because that would bring me up to a whole big population And on eBay, I get a lot of orders as well too. I get orders from all over the world because I'm allowed to sell, Banks eBay. I'm allowed to sell everywhere on eBay. So I have a lot of repeat customers and the reason why I have repeat customers is because number one, communication, okay? If there is a problem or if there's a question, I reply back to that customer within minutes. I carry a cell phone with me all the time, so I'm always connected. So if there's a question or a problem, if I can't resolve that problem, I will let them know, listen, I will get back to you as soon as I can. So that keeps them at ease, right? And they remember that for the next time they are available to buy a record off you. They will remember Power Records. They'll say, I bought off these guys before, and they have a really good communication system. Right, Communication is number one. I don't care what anybody says. If you are, you know, I hate that when I put in orders to some of my suppliers, they don't call me back right away or email me back right away. It really pisses me off. And I know what it's like. So I try to treat my customers like I want to be treated. I get back to them right away if there's a concern or a question on an item. Number one is communication. Number two is quality, okay? I will guarantee, and, and the business of selling records is kind of finicky, right? It's finicky because, you know, there's a lot of flaws that can happen. You can have a scuff on your vinyl. You can have a scratch on your vinyl. You can have ring wear on your, on your cover. And they, um, they're paying all this money up front, so it's gotta be perfect or else they don't want to buy that record again off of you or another record off of you, I should say. Now, if you're not sure about ring wear, here's what ring wear is. When you see the term ring wear in description, it is the wear on the outside cover of the record. And what causes that? I'm gonna tell you what causes that is when the records are stacked one on top of another, it pushes down on the cover and it imprints the inside vinyl record on the outside of the cover. That's what we call ring wear. And a lot of records that I even have in possession because I bought off somebody else, have ring wear. And how you can avoid that is you, you get, a, you know, like a, a milk, what we call them milk bottle box, plastic containers to keep your records upright and not stacked on top of each other it's one way of avoiding that mind you even in this method you can get ringwear because the record pushes against one other cover you got to limit the amount of quantity that you put in your containers so they're not pushing too hard on each other that can cause the imprint and what we call ringwear so it's a big turn off believe me if a person is paying a good chunk of money and they're finding these defects so how can you avoid that well maybe you can't avoid it but what you can avoid is, again, communication. You're upfront and clear and concise in your description about that record. Talk about every flaw that you can, guys. If it's got ring wear, if it's got scuff, if it's got scratches, let them know about the condition of that record fully, right? Because I've gotten, and in fact, this has just happened to me uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. Somebody gave me a, not a negative, but what we call like a neutral rating, and I hate that, and I hate negative ratings as well too, but neutral rating because the cover of the record was scuffed, the record, inside record was near mint, but the cover was scuffed, and guess what, the cover was blank, it was just a blank black cover. And they still dinged me on that because I missed saying that in description. He even said, I missed saying that. So I begged him to change that feedback. And this gentleman who's in, in Germany refused or did not pay attention to those multiple... I even put in a request to eBay and they couldn't get it changed for me. Because it was just a blank cover. But again, I apologized. I offered the guy discounts on the future because I will be honest you guys you got to avoid any type of negative feedback whether it's neutral or negative feedback because that's what the customer looks at when they buy a record and if they see comments like that they're not gonna refrain and maybe you'll lose a sale or two or three or a hundred because of negative feedback so you want to avoid it as much as possible guys I've even come to the point where I've offered refunds, partial refunds, in order for them to reverse their feedback, because I've missed something. I know it sounds ridiculous, but you gotta keep your business strong, and by having 100% feedback, that is the way you should be conducting your business, and your business is gonna be successful only if you have 100% good feedback rating. So. Be upfront about the condition of the record 100% of the time, no matter what it is. Even, you know, some people are tempted to lie or well, lie and maybe they won't complain. You get a, you get a customer, and I want to talk a little bit about that too. There's different types of customers. There's the customer that accepts what they get and they paid the money and they don't cause a stir right? You love those customers. Of course, we all love those customers. But the bad customers, the customers that, you know, that are the squeaky wheel, right, are good for us in a way. It makes us better as sellers, where they complain about every little bloody thing. Shipping, they complain about the ship time. Why is it taking so long? Why don't you tell me about this on the record? And on and on and on. And why don't why don't you cut me a deal on this price? Why can't you give me that feedback you know, as I deserve it and you get that from sellers and you get that from buyers as well too so those guys keep us in check I hate to say it, it is good to have those nasty buyers I don't see anything wrong with them it keeps us honest but you understand there's the laid-back buyers and there's the squeaky wheel buyers there's two just two top, and you know them right away guys when you make that sale, bang, you'll see an email, when do I get this record? Make sure this record is shipped in a secure container. Blah, 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 the list goes on and on. So there's two types of buyers that you have to be aware of and you will know what I'm talking about and you will know once you make the sale on on the um, based on their feedback and their emails to you. So make sure you're upfront about the condition of the record. If there is a problem with the record, okay and the guy dings you with negative feedback without emailing you that's that pisses me off to no and to no end i hate that when these guys just ding you with bad feedback without even communicating the problem to you the other day i had the same problem happen to me i was a mistake that the problem the the record wasn't shipped on time and i got mixed up with a europe order it happens guys we all make mistakes so there was an email where i said listen i'm gonna give you your money back because i screwed up on the order and the guy said fine one word fine no i understand he said two words i understand and then a day later they dinged me with negative feedback without even telling me about it at all so what i did is i emailed them i said listen it was a mistake i'm sorry i want your business going forward please understand this won't happen again and i said listen, if you want a discount on on a future record, I'd be more than happy to give it to you. And the guy emailed me back, very polite. He said, no, you don't have to do that. Thanks for being honest. I'm going to reverse the feedback. Sometimes you just got to be upfront with them, right? But I will tell you, if it's a nasty uh, buyer, they sometimes will refuse. And then what you can do is open up a case with Amazon or eBay and say, listen, this guy's being unreasonable. I gave the money back to the person. I communicated, but he's still being unreasonable. And maybe they might help. But nine times out of ten, uh, it's in, the customer is always right. and you have to remember that the customer is always right and you may not get your feedback um, reversed. Feedback is very, very important, but the better the work you do up front to avoid negative feedback, the better it will be for your business. So I want you to be aware of that when you are selling vinyl records on all these multiple sites. And I hope that you are doing that. I hope that you, are taking the opportunity to sell on um, different sites. I will tell you that, you know, from my under, from my understanding, and I'm, it, it, there's no, I don't have anything against these sites. You know, I'm not saying good or bad. Amazon has more unfamiliar, not too familiar with people with vinyl record experts, is what I'm saying. There's people that are not very good with vinyl; they don't know their stuff. So I find less complaints. Coming from Amazon, and I'm not taking anything away from Amazon. I just the way it is. You don't get the the people that are like the experts, the vinyl record experts. So I don't get a lot of complaints from them. Uh, music Stack, yes, I get. Uh, there's a lot of vinyl record experts there. Uh, people that ask a lot of questions. eBay, yes, I do. There's a lot of um, vinyl record experts on eBay as well too. That. Um, uh, tend to complain a lot, as you want to say, tend to ask a lot of questions. Um, Discogs, Discogs has a lot of experienced vinyl records buyers and sellers. So I do get a lot of questions from them. I find the platform um, sometimes comes up with some very nasty buyers, but you know what? Again, it keeps us honest. So that's my assessment. And of course, maybe you've had different experience. And this is what I've seen from selling on these, on these sites. So guys, I just want to remind you: if you have a business, a vinyl record business, and you want to be on the show, uh, fire me and email me. I love to have you on the show. Or if you have a business you want to promote, uh, it's all free, guys, and I'd love to have you here. Uh, if you have a brick-and-mortar store or a emails or, or a e- a eBay store, or maybe you have a um, an online store and you want me to promote it here, I'd be more than happy to do so for free. So, guys, that's my show for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Over and out. Bye now.